Alright, hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Eagle Exchange. My name is Matthew Stricker, and today I'm here with my good friend Brandon Smith. And we were going to talk about the recent passing of the great Kobe Bryant. Now recently, at the time of this recording, Kobe passed away yesterday. I'm recording this on Monday, January 27th. Kobe passed away on Sunday, January 26th. We wanted to focus on our experiences with Kobe, being that when we grew up in the late 2000s, when I really started getting into basketball, um, Kobe, to me, was a basketball player. That's what I saw him as, and that's where the majority of my experience were growing up. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, Brandon, when did you first um, hear of Kobe, if you can remember, and what were your experiences like watching him? Um. Well, just hearing about it was a complete and utter shock. I remember he was just in the news the night prior because, you know, LeBron had recently passed him up for a record. And just to see him on live TV and then all of a sudden, hours later, he's gone. It was a very surreal feeling. But just talking about Colby as a whole, you know, man was a cultural icon. Many people sought to emulate him, you know, with his whole Mamba mentality brand and he was really an inspiration to a lot of people, including me, who's people who seek to emulate Colby and uh, Kobe in all aspects of their lives. So just, you know, taking into account the significance and the importance he held to so many people, it's just such a shock for him to be taken from us so suddenly, along with his daughter, Gigi. May they both rest in peace. Uh, for me, um, where I was uh, when he passed, I was actually getting my watch fixed. I was at a jewelry shop. And I remember I checked my phone and I saw a message on TMZ. And typically, um, when I see messages from TMZ, I kind of look at them with a grain of salt <laughs> when it comes to things of this magnitude. Um, so I just kind of shrugged it off. And I was like, no, it can't be. I went back and just waited. And then Twitter, the top 10 trending things were about Kobe. And then I got shocked again. I looked back. And um, for all you um, NBA lovers out there, you know when you see a Woj tweet, then it's serious. And so I saw the Woj tweet that mm-hmm. um, announced that Kobe Bryant has passed, along with a plethora of other passengers, one being his daughter. Um, there are a couple other people that were on the helicopter that also passed away, so we send our condolences to their families as well and their loved ones. But um, for me, when I saw that Kobe passed, I just kind of froze, and I didn't know what to do. I looked at the people in the um, store, and I just, just freaked out and yelled, Kobe yeah. just died. Because that's how big a deal he was. Yeah. You know, I was at Red Lobster personally. I'm going to let you finish in a minute. But I was at Red Lobster and I heard Kobe died. And I'm looking around and like everybody's just in complete and utter yeah. awe. That's just the type of impact he had. Same on my side. No one really, no, everybody stopped what they were doing. Everybody looked around and looked at each other. And no one believed it at first. And then they were like, not Kobe, not yeah. Kobe. Uh, because. For me, growing up, Kobe, I'm a LeBron fan, just to put that out there. But even though someone may be like a fan of one particular player, I still had great respect and admired Kobe as a basketball player. His, um, as you mentioned, Brandon, that mob mentality, it worked wonders to him on the basketball court. He dominated every game. He always had his finger on every single possession when it came to the office side of the court. He never took any days off. He was super focused, and you could just tell that that work ethic was unmatched. No one else could match his work Mm -hmm. ethic. And one quote I remember, um, um, the great Jay Williams, who graduated from Duke University, um, he was on ESPN um, moments after Kobe passed, and he mentioned how one game, and he only played one season in the NBA, but he was with the Bulls, and he went to the Lakers on the schedule, so he was like, okay, bet. 
uh, I'm going to get to the game early. Um, it's in L.A. I want to be able to show the world. Cause it's going to be a big game. It's the Lakers. I want to show the world who I am. I'm Jay Williams. And so he gets there a couple hours early. I think it was like six hours early or something like that, shooting up a bunch of shots. Kobe. And mm-hmm. Sounds like him. And Jay was shocked. He said he was shocked. And so he went to put his shoes on and shoot shots and everything. And then an hour or two later, after he put up a couple of shots, he went to um, sit down. He's like, okay, bet I'm done. And guess who was still there going hard, um, doing game-like moves, game-like speed? Kobe. Spent it, was there hours after Jay finished. And so Kobe gave him work during that game, just gave him the business. And so Jay said um, – he sucked up his pride and went to Kobe after the game and asked him, um, why was he doing um, game-like moves that early and how could he do it for so long? And then Kobe said, um, because I saw you come in there and I wanted to show you no matter how hard you worked, I was going to work harder than you to break you. I was like, when he said that, it just kind of t- put into perspective the kind of mindset he had and the will to be great. And that was something I took away from him. Not even being a particularly fan of him, but just respect for the game and disrespecting his craft. Someone like in order to be successful, just outside of basketball as well, having hard work and having a good work ethic are key ingredients to any successful person. And that's one thing I did take away from him. Yeah, I can definitely identify with the first of all your initial feeling of shock. Just it can't be just not Kobe, but also what you were saying about how far Mamba mentality goes because you know. Post-retirement Kobe, you could still see that Mamba mentality in him. You know, he sought to enrich himself. He was there for his family. He was a loving, caring father throughout. You could see him take his family out consistently. And he was just always looking for ways to better himself in every aspect of his life. And that's really what Mamba mentality is. It's not just a basketball thing. It's not just a sports thing. It's a life. It's a life mentality. And you know the impact that he had on all of us through his mamba mentality i know personally i just seek to emulate colby and kobe in so many ways just and yeah he was really an inspiration Uh, another thing i wanted to think about was um or what i thought about when he passed typically when i see death or i experience death whether it be an immediate family member or someone i just saw on the news typically i really don't have an immediate reaction or emotion that hits me greatly unless someone in my family or someone I knew pretty well. The weird part about it was, of course, there are people that are going to say everybody dies, someone dies every single day. One day everybody has to die. But when Kobe passed, it was different. I didn't know him. I never met him. But it felt like I lost someone I saw my whole entire life. And I couldn't really speak. I remember at home, it was I didn't really want to speak. I was very mute. I don't know. I didn't really process it. I, I sympathize with that. It. Yeah. I couldn't put it into words. You watch someone growing up, you spend your time watching them. They're part of your childhood. They're I, always there. Every, like from the um, LeBron, LeBron Kobe puppet commercials um, to the black, the Mamba mentality. I remember when that was coming out, when he was making that um, part of his trademark, the commercials leading up to that, the Kobe shoes that every single kid had to have. The Kobe shoes were kind of like one of the, you know, the best basketball shoes to play in at the time, even now to this day. 
everything had Kobe in the background. Mm-hmm. When he's battling the uh, battle of the Celtics in the finals, people wanting to see, at least from my perspective as a LeBron fan, wanting to see Kobe LeBron ba- duke it out. The, when Kobe hit the fadeaway game-winning three-pointer bank, uh, bank shot against Dwayne Wade, everything was Kobe, especially during that era, the late, to, the late well, for me, watching basketball, the late 2000s to the early 2010s. And just seeing that at the age of 41, so much life to live, following the case in 2003, those 17 years, um, finding ways to better himself, to care for his family, being a loving father, a loving husband, um, his four daughters, one of which was the age of 13, Gigi, who died on the helicopter. Um, She wanted to be just like her father and play basketball. Now, he never forced on his kids to play basketball. I respected that. He um, even said in one of the, uh, his last interviews, I think it was on, I think it was Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes's podcast. He said he never even watched NBA basketball games after he retired. He never did until his daughter Gigi, at age 13, said, "Pops, I want to watch the games. I want to play basketball. I want to be in the WNBA." And so he sat there. He went to three Laker games. He studied the game with his daughter. He was teaching her everything he knew, and that was one thing I respected a lot. Not forcing what he did on his kids and just letting it come to them. And then they, if they want to take advantage of what he had to know, he would be there for them always. And I respected that. And not just his family, but his philanthropic efforts um, with his business, with different ventures he did. I think he won Academy Award as well. I think it was a... Yeah, Oscar. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar yeah. there we go. Just seeing all that he did outside of basketball, and that was great as well. It was like, dang, what can't Kobe do? Yeah, I'd say the part that definitely resonated with me most out of all of it, when it first hit me, it wasn't, oh my gosh, Kobe Bryant, the basketball player is dead. It was, oh my gosh, Kobe Bryant, the father is dead. Because seeing the lengths he went to for his daughters, the lengths he was going to to be there for his family. And yeah, that's the reason, also going back to what you were saying before about how Kobe was ingrained in our childhoods, that's just why I call him a cultural icon, because for us, for kids our age, he's always been there. He's never not been there, so yeah, it definitely feels like there's a hole there, but hopefully we can all come together in this trying time and just help each other fill that hole and be there for each other and try to work for Kobe and every a- Kobe for every aspect of our lives and hopefully live up to that Mamba mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe was just in on a good note. Uh, Kobe was a good man. He was a good father, and he was a heck of a basketball <laughs> player. Um, he definitely will go into Hall of Fame. His game, we respect what he put um, put into the game, left for the game. The people that follow him, the Kyries, the Jason Tatum's, the Devin Booker's, the Demar Derozan's, countless players that looked up to him as a basketball player. Um, it wasn't for Kobe. A lot of the players that um, many of the kids look up to today wouldn't be here. So, especially my favorite player, LeBron James. So, I thank you, Kobe, what you left in the game. I thank you for the amazing memories you left for me as a little kid, um, wearing my basketball jersey, watching you get buckets. I appreciate all those moments, and um, I send my, again, I send my condolences to not only um, your family, but all the other families that were impacted by the loss. Also, I just know that even though Kobe had his demons and uh, the fact that he had a significant impact on multiple people's lives is indisputable, and you know, to me, I always just looked at him as an icon. And I know other people may not look at him like that. I know other people might have negative emotions towards Kobe. And I just wanted to be cognizant of those and respect those and 
say I'm not clearing him and not to deify him in any ways, but that is most certainly somebody who I held in high regard and revered. Agreed. Um, this is from your perspective, from our perspective, and we um, have to respect other people's perspectives as well. Um, Kobe may be viewed differently at different arenas and different circles, and we have to respect those opinions. Um, but for us, these are our opinions on Kobe and how he impacted our lives based on these experiences that we had as children and even now. Well said. So I want to thank you all for listening. Comment down below if there's anything else you want us to touch on. This has been another episode of Eagle Exchange, and we're out.